0: Bam. And you say, what was that? Bam. And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad. Join me. I'm broad. Said I'm broader than Broadway. Come on, sing along. Yes, I'm broad. Said I'm broad. Said I'm broader than Broadway. And I'm diddling, 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 diddling diddling myself and it feels so good your sauce will mix with ours and we'll make a good goulash baby come on join me now sing along it's time forget wood with your pal jess wood hello everyone hello hello i feel like that was like a shaky 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 here's a little shaky shaky for you a little flesh for you uh, before we flesh for fantasy all you 80s kids out there hey um before we get started first of all welcome to get wood I'm your host Jess hello I'm your pal uh, here look I don't, can you I was hoping that these would be showcased even more but as you can see I've let my horns show this week <laughs> If you know, you know I'm a Jew, so they've always been there. I just am letting them show this week cause look at how cute those are. Oh my God, the purple and the sparkles I kid <laughs> I kid i I kid it's uh the babes at Babel that's right. they made me these beautiful, beautiful purple, sparkly horns, and they're just little clippings, and they de- they didn't really, they didn't grow out of my head, even though some, some of the artwork, for, uh, in the, the bigotry towards Jews, I don't mean to tell you, but I will tell you, horrifying with the devil horns, but also we have to make a joke about it. Like Mel Brooks said, if we don't make a joke, then they continue to uh, be horrible and, and uh, awful. Hi, everybody. It's Jess. Okay, so we got those purple horns. Now, look at this. I'm like a human charcuterie board today. That's what I feel like. That's right. Come and eat right off me. Shut up. No, I won't. Ooh. <laughs> Hi, there's my ride. I gotta go, you guys. I gotta split. Um, Split? Who am I? My mom. Jesse, stop it. I, uh, I wanted to show you these gorgeous apple slices, earrings. I know, more from the babes. And and don't look far. Keep gazing at my cleavage and my neck because I am showcasing all of their goodies today. Not all, but they have so many more. Uh, look at this anchor fucking necklace. Is that hot or what? Anchor, apple, horn. Shut up. The babes of Babel are doing it right. Go and follow them. And guess what? If you use Get wood 15 on checkout. You get 15 motherfucking percent off. So use the code. HELL! Alright, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. And listen, if you're only on audio right now, go and tune into the motherfucking video and see. Or just go follow uh the babes at the Babel Studio. hmm On Instagramma. Ah, what a week, kids. What a week, huh? A lot of beginnings, a lot of endings, a lot of ah, the new moon, the, you know, the play ended. Okay. So, uh, if you don't know, I was in a play, uh, the best punk band in Conway, Missouri was the name of the play. And I played the chick whose uh, story it was Presley and, uh, named after, you know, who, and, uh, what some who some may call the king but i don't i don't call him the king i call him um, he stole a lot (laughs) anyway uh i did this play and i originally had submitted myself for a smaller role and they had asked me to come back call back in real life and uh for this play and they gave me a monologue to read at the callback and it was all about being in a mosh pit and I have been in a I have been slam dancing in the mosh pit yes I have done it and it's a joy and a delight I don't know how well I'd be at it now however it was years ago anyway so I was you know the authentic punk that they've dreamed of having and (laughs) we're supposed to speak well about ourselves, big about ourselves, good about ourselves. Because, you know, I was listening to something about imposter syndrome. Um, imposter syndrome. That's what they, I forget what they call it. Anyway, a lot of us deal with that. And so I'm uh, practicing speaking uh, better about myself. And I will, because I'm going to tell you a lot of things changed for me during the run of this play and I'll tell you a couple of them which I'm so excited to brag that I finally am uh a well, I'll just put it bluntly, I'm attracted to men that are closer to my age now. I no longer wish to fuck the 20 something year olds. I know, what is that? Who am I? I'm barely smoking weed. I I don't wanna fuck the young guys. What is, who in the, I barely recognize myself anymore. If it weren't for these titties, I don't know about who the hell are you. Uh, So but you know what? That's what life is about, I think. I I think the older I get, the more I understand the flexibility of it is so important. And I don't just mean (laughs) flexibility. I mean, like, you know, the mental flex, you know, where you can just go, all right, this is what I'm doing now. This is what it feels good to do now. This is and and not uh, keep yourself so stubbornly in one headspace or one even physical space if you want to go somewhere else go travel take a you know or fucking move or whatever take a chance is what i guess i'm saying because every time i let myself take a chance all this kinds of magic shit happens. I know, it's very exciting. So thanks for coming in and hanging around with me, gang. And thanks for uh, all of y'all's feedback from last week's show and the Martha Stewart's titties. And I think, you know, I don't think, I know ageism is a huge issue in this country. And I'll tell you what, if it wasn't Hillary Clinton running for president uh, and it was someone like Kim Kardashian or something, they wouldn't have said the shit that they said to her about her you know i mean they would say a a lot of a lot of other horrible shit but you know what i mean so ageism let's let's knock it out you fucking knuckleheads not not you you i'm preaching to the choir over here we're all we're all accepting and plus listen i accept where i'm at because i am not supposed to still be alive oh boy i you know you don't just get uh, rewarded with more life if you're if you're not supposed to be here. I I'm beginning to believe like there's a fucking reason I got to be here. Also, Howard Stern, who I you know I tend to like him. I like his interviews, yada yada. He fucking talks shit about my Martha and about my Martha Stewart titties. Uh, he can suck a dick. He looks way worse than Martha Stewart. He looks like a lizard, uh, person, and she looks like a hot fucking curvaceous lady who's mellow and ready to get it in. <laughs> Martha. I am team Martha. So anyway, um, obviously, I mean, obviously, obviously. Urbi- Can you see these gorgeous flowers behind me? Yeah, look at that. Look at those beautiful, uh, are they orchids? I don't know. Are they orchids? What are they? Everything seems to be purple today. It's Prince's Day today. Well, I'm just making that. But anyway, I got to tell you, the show closed this week, the play, and it was a seven week, six, five to six day a week adventure in what I like to call now Punk Rock Camp. It really was because if you've ever been to camp before I feel like this is very glary are you glary I feel glary Gary do you feel glary Gary I feel like my titty's gonna pop out if I continue to but you know what good good for that good for that titty come on out if you're you know like what are we what am I ashamed no I'm rocking these titties hello anyway there's a big bow on the side if you knew how I tore this dress before getting into it today, just ripped it completely from the back. Yeah, and so it's tied with a scrunchie right now. It sure is, and you know what? Fuck yeah, horns and action. So yeah, I need to trim the bangs, I keep pushing it over. All right, so what a week. Closed the show, camp, have you ever been to camp? I was only in camp three times, and each time it was intense, For all that time you spend with each other and you get to know one another and you, and you maybe some people fall in love, you know, not in love, like for real, but like, you know, they're like, Oh my God. And I, you know, I wish, Oh, I hope I see them again and all that stuff. So what I have to tell you is the last night of the show, they threw us a party. That's right. Rap party for the fucking actors. So cool. And at the, uh, music director's uh, apartment. And you know, in New York, I gotta tell you, for those of you not uh, New Yorkers that are watching this thing, uh, this is what they do. They go, oh, it's only a few blocks away. It's a few blocks away. Just come on, it's a few blocks up from the theater. And then you end up walking, I don't know, 12 blocks. I was like, what the fuck, man? I mean, not that I wasn't hyper and wired after the show because you know, at the end of this show, I was singing two uh, punk songs and Fucking dancing, and and on the last night, I went out and I went to I took it to the audience, and uh, there was a uh, there was a line in the show that goes in the song that goes, uh, "When was the last time you had a date? Get a life." And so I went up to this very old gentleman, and I was like, "When was the last time you had a date? Get alive!" And then my castmates teased me backstage, and they were like, "Get alive! Uh, <coughs> you just put some. You just fucking killed someone. You you you're singing to them to get a life, because that's the name of the song, and you've killed an old man in your audience." Well, anyway, what a what a time though it would have been, huh? If I but I don't want to kill anybody. But the the punk being able to sing in a punk band. Uh, four nights a week I cannot tell you that's all I want to do now all I want to do is fucking be the, uh, the front woman for a fucking punk band now uh, and let me tell you something let me tell you something the <laughs> the people that have seen me do this role have said to me you should be a front woman for a punk band <laughs> So it's not just me fantasizing that like, oh, I wish I could do this at some, listen, anybody out there that's listening, if you want to take, you know, I mean, I've already asked the guy who played my guitar player in the play if he wanted to play music when we were done. Uh, His last name is White. My last name is Wood, as you know, getting it right now. Uh, And I love Tom Waits. So I said to him, hey, man, would you want to go and do like a duo, a musical duo where you're guitar and singing and I'm singing and it's White Wood on Waits, White and Wood on Waits, because his last name is White and my last name is Wood and we would play Tom Waits. Oh, my God. What? So, yeah, it's not quite punk rock, but it kind of is. Tom Waits is pretty punk rock, if you think about it. Like, uh,
1: he's a pretty
0: punk rock uh, guy. And you know, his songs have been covered. I don't know if you know, his songs have been covered like crazy. So let me just tell you, the last night of performing fucking punk punk rock. And also, we were doing sound check one night. Yeah. I know, I feel like a real I feel like a real rock star when I tell you guys that we had a sound check every night and before the show because you know, you got to you got to check your mic, you got to check the guitar, you got to check the drum's levels, baby. And uh, well, you don't even know how much comedian people want to be rock star people. I'll tell you right now. And how rock star people want to be comedian people. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I really turned on both of those things and I was speaking of turned on. Yeah. Like that was my most exciting time ever in my life because I'm doing original songs. They're punk rock. I can sing, I can dance. I can fucking go into the crowd and they gave me the, the glorious task of giving everyone the shout outs at the end. Like all my cast. I got to introduce the whole cast. Yes, I got to, inter- look at those purple fucking horns. Yes, I got to introduce the castmates while the fucking music is going. And I got to say whatever, I mean, they did give me a script, but you know I'm rebellious, my friends. And I just went a little bit off a couple of the scripts that they had given me because you know what? These motherfuckers, I love these fucking people. And they were my punk rocker campmates, you know, bandmates. And so I was like, this dude's shredding your fucking face off all night, you know, or like I would just go wild in my um, introductions. And it was so fun. And so I don't know how I'm going to reach that Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to go back to drugs. But I I really don't know how I'm gonna reach that level of adrenaline, that level of like, yeah. Like tonight, I'm gonna go to an open mic for comedy because I haven't been in fucking weeks because of the play. But man, it's not gonna be as, I mean, maybe I can make it as much as it it was on stage for the, the nights that I was fucking doing that play. And let me tell you, let me tell you something, I, um, I'm sorry, I can never not do that. If you don't get it, it's the Jim Carrey Fire Marshal Bill. Let me tell you something. Okay, so if you don't get it, go Google it, you fucking... Nobody that young listens to this anyways. But anyway, well, hopefully they do. Hi, kids. Welcome to the show. And get a good get a good dose of in living color in your life and stop being so fucking uptight about comedy. Mr. Ugly Man, shut okay uh (laughs) (laughs) speaking of the last night of the show they had a party for us on the last night of the play, a rap party for the cast. I was telling you up at the, up at the music producer or music director's house, the guy who wrote all the punk music, not the lyrics. The lyrics were the playwright. Anyway, we, we, okay, my friend, I'm not going to say her name. I'm not, I almost said her name, but I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to, I don't, look at, a good, great friend of mine a beautiful friend of mine wonderful friend of mine uh, came with me to came to see the show and then came with me to the party afterwards and then we we left with my band you know my band the two guys who are you know about my age and the drummer and the guitar player and we oh during sound check this is what i meant to tell you okay stand by during sound check one of the days the guitar player just started playing an ACDC song just randomly. And if you don't know that, it's okay. It's uh, shook me all night long. And then the, the drummer just went, and so he started, so they just started doing it just on account of just fooling around. And then I just thought, she was a fast machine. Why am I using my hand as the microphone when I have a hand on the microphone as we speak? at this moment. You know, sometimes life is funny like that, isn't it? Ooh, was fast. <laughs> she kept the motor clean. She was the best damn woman that I ever seen. So anyway, what I mean to tell you is we were so connected that just them starting this song sparked all of us, each other doing the song together for about three minutes and it was wonderful and beautiful and we'd never talked about it. We'd never even mentioned it. And we, and that's, that's beautiful music, art, connection, community, punk rock camp, you know, my campers, my fellow campers. So these two cats, we were walking with my friend and I, uh, we were all walking one of the dudes back to his car and we had to walk by the venue where the show was. And there were some posters outside that were on the gate. And uh, one of the guys said, oh man, if I had my blade on me, I would cut down that poster. Well, needless to say, it wasn't a moment to after he hadn't even finished his sentence and my friend had climbed the wall and had gotten out her lighter and burned off each four of those zip ties to get my boy his poster. Okay, shut the fuck up. Yes, she did. And yes, she is one of my best friends. And yes, I fucking love her for that. But I love her for so many other things as well. Um, She also walked in the Nick Cave art fashion show this year at the Guggenheim that I was lucky enough to attend. Ah! Anyway, I don't want to give her uh, away, but she is just a goddess among goddesses. And my friends were so beyond. The guy said, oh, my God, I love you. He professed his love for her. Then he went on to say, that is the most punk rock thing I've ever done in my life, which I said back to him. Oh, no, really? I hope not. (laughs) Because come on. I mean, wait a second. I don't even want it to listen. I know statue of limitations is over, but goddamn, I think I've told you the story of me getting arrested for GTA, right? Grand Theft Auto. And listen, I wasn't the driver. Don't get carried away here. I was just an innocent girl in her bikini who was meeting a friend of hers over at uh, Venice Beach and getting a ride from the boyfriends. So, excuse me, innocent. <laughs> Although I did question, how did you guys get a Mercedes to pick me up? And also, aren't you only 15, the guy driving? Anyway, we did go to jail that day. Um, not jail, jail, because we were teens. But I was handcuffed in my bikini. Ah, there's really nothing like it. Handcuffed in a bikini. That's going to be the name of my new punk band. So uh, speaking of punk, we had to take the train every night. Uh, after the show, and you know the show didn't end until 10:30, 11 in the night. So I'm on the train. It takes almost two hours because everything goes local in the nighttime. So whoa, and I'm traveling from all the way up in Inwood, all the way down to Coney Island. And people are like, "Oh my God, how could you travel so far, Jess? That's such a gnarly commute." And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? It's my dream." Like, wouldn't you travel a long time to do your dream? I feel like if we're not down to work for our dreams, to work with our dreams, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? So and that's why the strike is so important and the solidarity is so important between our Writers Guild and our Screen Actors Guild and our Directors Guild and our crew and everybody, all the locals and all the unions are banding together right now to um really make sure that this fucking AI and these computer generated images and scripts and I mean I can't even tell you like I'm like it's fucking nerve-wracking like i'm fucking telling you right now i can't even believe it i told you i hated the holograms that they're doing and like a lot of people like just cool it is the holograms it's fine but no we have to be careful be careful and so now i mean we know uh you guys know because i complained to you about when i did the movie on netflix and it took me almost a year to pay me that already is pretty over the line so if you have any uh friends or you're near a picket line or you you can get online and and do some uh, emails or voting or put your little your your little paw on the buttons for goodness, then please. uh, Thank you, please. And thank you. I appreciate your help in the solidarity with our unions. So in solidarity with my castmates, again, we would take the trains together in the nighttime. Now, New York City subway between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m., let's be honest, Uh, it gets a little wild. It gets a little rough. And especially if there's some sort of events going on, if it's a Friday, if it's a Saturday, it's the fucking New York City. It's fucking New York City. How you doing, baby? Fucking never sleeps. The city that never sleeps, for fuck's sakes. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Shut the fuck up over here. Don't even say it, because I get on the train. It's not a joke. I get on this train for myself to get home, Coney Island, Brighton Beach, really, and, uh, I don't want to say I feel so safe, because this makes maybe the, uh, too confident, and never be too confident in the train after midnight on New York City, because... I look like how I look, and I can say to someone, get away from, I don't, you can't, I get with my husband waiting outside. They're like, oh fuck, I mean, everyone's more scared of Russian folk than they are of any, and and as they should be. Hello, so, ha, yeah, yay, boo. So, um, <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> I was with uh, lucky enough to be with my castmates riding the train for a lot of the stops. So um I'm on with my guitar player one night, and we're on the train, and uh, it's it's a it's a little bit of a wild uh, Thursday night, the locals' night out, if you will. And we get to a certain stop, and uh, uptown, and the because remember we start on 181st Street where we get on, and uh, these gals get on the train, these three black gals, and they're like, hey, and before they get on the train, they're like, and a lot of people are confused about how the trains are running in the nighttime, so they're like, hey, is the train is this an A? Is it going local? Is this an A? Is it going local? And I'm like, yes, babies, yes. Come on in, babies. Because, you know, a lot of people don't fucking answer anyone anymore, which kills me. You know I hate it when people don't communicate. And so I'm like, yes, babies, yes, mamas, come on in here, beautiful. Come on in here, gorgeousness. And they're like, hey. And I'm like, yeah, this is the A. A. And they're like, hey. And so then we're best friends. So all the gals are best friends. Now one of the gals sits down, and the other ladies are like, ah, and we're carrying on, and we're just laughing and carrying and on. And then they say to my friend, my guitar player, they go, you should keep this lady. She's a good lady. She's a good woman. And he's like, oh, and I go, no, 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 that's my homeboy. And so then he kind of smiles. You know, it's funny when you call people homeboy or homegirl, homegirl. I don't realize it, you guys, because it's just how I've been speaking since I'm, you know, 14 years old. And so I, I've never, oh, this gentleman is the, this guy's my, my pal I don't know I'm like this is my homeboy so anyway so she so we're carrying on we're laughing we got other people laughing it's the birthday it's, a, ah, it's your birthday it's your birthday and we're dancing and so then all of a sudden it gets real quiet for like a second and then I look over oh whoa the girl that's uh, sitting down she had vomited so we're like oh like, well, party's over party's over <laughs> or it's just getting started it, Depending on where you land in that. But we didn't want to land in the puke. So we were like, uh oh. And my pal there, Mahomo, Mahomo, Mah- Mah- <laughs> Mahomo Sapien, he uh, is one of those people that's like, oh, I can't, I can't see puke. I can't see puke or, or smell puke and, or else I will puke. And I'm like, oh no. it like, uh, stand by me. Ah, it was a whole puking thing or like uh, the Goonies. Ah, okay. So, um, We had to get up and go to the next car. Now, what was happening was this one, the friend of the girl who had puked was really standing up for her a lot. And she decided that everyone in the car was judging her friend. And she said, hey, if none of y'all have ever puked on the subway on your birthday, then you could judge. But I doubt none of y'all have ever not puked. And I was like, hey, sis, guess what? I have puked on not my birthday on the subway so we're gonna move cars and she goes oh of course girl of course <laughs> you go ahead. You go ahead, and y'all take care. And I was like, No, y'all take care. Get home safe. You know, there's a lot of bonding and get home safing on the train, especially between women in the nighttime. So that was a lovely time. We get to the next car, and uh we all we get in. The doors close. We're like, Whoa, what's that funky smell? And we notice all the people uh on the car, except for one gentleman, are squeezed up against the other side of the car. And we're like, Oh no! And then we see the gentleman, and then we see. Why? And there's a giant pile of poo under said, uh, sir, gentlemen. So we're like, oh no! And so then we go to the next car, and we're like, wow! What's gonna be in the third car? Is someone gonna be giving birth in the third car? Because New York, New York, big city of dreams, but everything in New York ain't always what it seems. You might be fooled if you come from out of town, but I'm down by law and I know my way around New York. No, too much. <laughs> too many people. <laughs> All right, listen. Um, if you okay, I always like to tell you uh, about a show that I've been watching, and this is no different this week. I want to tell you about uh, Jury Duty. It's a they call it. They, this is how they pitched it to me. Well, not to me, but you know, on the on the thing uh, is they say it's Truman Show, but in a jury in a courtroom so everyone's uh fake except for one dude and it's so fucking funny and everything is improvised and it's really really funny and smart and like kind of droll and it, is that the i think that's right. dry and droll droll <laughs> who uses that word what have i been in london this week london as fergie would say london um yeah james manson yes yes James is in, James, like I know him. My mother used to do that all the time. Oh, James, James is in every episode, my love. Ness, James is in every episode. And he's wonderful at his craft. (laughs) That's what my mom, my mom used to act like she knew every actor that would come on the screen. And then she did know a lot of actors because she was an actress. But really, oh, James, yes, he, uh... He's, he's wonderful in it. His craft is so sharp. And actually, I did listen to an interview. That's how I started watching it, was I listened to an interview on NPR about it. And yes, if you didn't think I listened to NPR, suck it. Come on, I'm very smart. See, the thing is, I'm well I'm versed. Sure, I talk about wearing horns like a Jew, and then I tell you that I listen to NPR. So it's a, it's a balance. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You do. Okay, um, so I've been watching Jury Duty, that sh- it's a fucking fantastic show. Also, the other show that I love is Beef. Have you watched Beef yet uh, with Ali Wong? Oh my goodness, it's, it's really good. It's not, as f- it's not like funny like Jury Duty is. I, I like to give you a little, I round it out. And then, speaking of round, as in breasts uh, and wigs, Marie Antoinette. I still, I still want you to watch that if you haven't watched that. That is unbelievable. And again, I wanna, I wanna say hey and thank you and I love you so much for supporting me and for being here with me, <clears throat> every week. And uh, if you are in New York or you're gonna be in New York in June, I am producing and uh, doing a, sh- a story at. Um, The Coney Island, I don't know, I had to look at my notes, that's so funny. (laughs) I'm doing a a storytelling show at Stories by the Seashore at the Coney Island Museum, which is out here in Coney Island, and it's above the Sideshow Bar, aka the Freak Bar, the Sideshow, the Freaks, you know, the sword-swallowing serpent women and the tattooed man and the hang your... uh, Ball sack with a cement block. You know what I mean? The guy, the people, the people that do the sideshow. Um, it's above that and it's in this beautiful space, which is the Coney Island Museum, which holds, uh, I think, about 50 people. So I'd love to sell it out. I would love for you all to come. It's a seven o'clock. If you're around New York and, or you're going to be here in June, June 25th, which is a Sunday, 7 PM, which means if you want, you can come out to the beach for the day, go to the beach, go to the rides, um, it's such a great like full day to have. But if you want to come out just in the eve, it's also really cute at night and they do leave the rides open pretty late in the summer. And, um, oh my God, I'm really excited to be onto my next project and this is going to be so much fun. And speaking of fun, you all are so fun. I appreciate all the times that you support me. And if you would like to support me this month, um, I am, uh, you know, willing to take your donations. I love you so much for your support. Uh, I am at my Venmo is, uh, at Jess wood 10. Uh, the cash app is get Jess wood and, um, yeah, I just appreciate you guys so much. And if you would share the show, that would be grand as well. That's for free. Just tag me at get wood and uh, share the show hashtag Getwood podcast so we can get it trending. And uh, I don't know. I just I love you so much. And if there's any stories or anything you want me to talk about, or that you feel I missed uh, this week or last or anytime news stories, Uh, Any shows you want me to watch, anything you want me to talk about, you know, I'm always here for you. I'm supporting you. Uh, I can see all the people in my chat. I love you. I know you and I love you. And I thank you for your love and your support. And um, all of you listening, I thank you for your love and your support. And I guess that's it. Please don't suck a dick you don't like or lick a pussy you don't like. Remember, you got to be. Be taking care of yourself because this life is short. As Chris Rock says, people say life is short. It's long. It could be long if you make the wrong decisions. So do for you without hurting yourself or hurting anybody else. And I cannot wait to see you next week. Okay, be good uh, to yourselves. That'll mean you'll be good to others. And uh, go get some sunshine in your life if you can. And uh, I love you so much for listening and watching and all that stuff. Okay, bye, bye, all right, ride already with this. It's very schmaltzy at the end. Did you mean to be a little schmaltzy at the end, Jesse? Listen, I don't mind. I don't mind having heart, soul, um, and rock and roll. My, yeah, I'm doing it because I'm an OCD and I wanted 333. Uh,